on this episode. So um, I won the lottery, got to sit in first class, but then on the way back, I like didn't win the lottery. And mm-hmm. so my mom got to fly first class and then I got to sit and coach and I sat, uh, I had a row all to myself, but nice. then this, this guy also got bumped to first class um, and didn't want to watch his kids. So he put his kids in my row because it happened to be like kind of close. it was like the closest available row. Um, I would have been like class. So I had to sit with this guy's kids and like, I, babysit them for eight hours. Was it like a, so was it a Southwest kind of a setup to where once you're in, you're in, you can get any seat you want or was it spirit style to where you have a designated seat? You have to sit in that seat. It was a designated seat, but... Oh, you better believe I would be like, can I see your ticket? <laughs> <laughs> to this eight-year-old? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one. There's a few times where I'll be that guy. Yeah. If it's just like annoying-ass kids on a plane, that is like one of the worst experiences. And welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, Adam Souchef Rodliff, who just got finished cooking some uh, burnt chicken. It was not burnt. Uh, it, was it was raw done. in the middle and burnt on the outside. It was done to perfection. I've never dealt with <laughs> chicken breast with rib, rib meat. Have you ever bought this at Kroger or HEB? Yeah, I have. And it was like a, the thickest chicken breast i've ever seen in my life it's like two inches thick yeah it's too thick yeah i think for a, your mini form and grill or for, for anything that's yeah. too much but um and it was had to have it cook it on there for a ridiculous amount of time why yeah. am i going into this anyway don't actually, buy it if you see chicken breast with rib meat don't buy it or just do what adam does and just cut it with scissors <laughs> they're cooking scissors it still was enjoyable. They're not paper scissors. <laughs> they are cooking scissors. I've never seen someone cut chicken with scissors, though. Well, you may learn something today. You're welcome. I just use a knife. Anyways, uh, also on the show today, we have special guest comedian Beth Ann. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Mm, thanks for coming. So back on. to the chicken cutting. Uh, <laughs> I have some more thoughts. No, I'm kidding. Uh, last time when Torian was here, we talked about cooking a lot, and we established that Adam's cooking skills are limited at best. I'm working on it. I have since had uh, a barrage of comments uh, I'm sure. from family members, mostly, about my lack of cooking skills. And uh, I got a lot of spices today. Ooh. <laughs> I will use maybe two of them. <laughs> Were they gifts? No, I went and bought them. Oh, okay. Like a jerk. Like what? Name three of them. Cayenne, Besides salt and pepper. Cayenne, onion powder, garlic powder. Those are three super common, easy ones to use. I didn't have them. Everything. I didn't have them. I got some like... Odo sauce, like chilies and Odo sauce. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Yeah, adobo sauce. Adobo, the, yeah, adobo yeah. sauce. So there, how about that? That's good stuff too. Hey, like me now. Marinate yeah. your chicken in that. I got a pepper grinder mm-hmm. and a salt grinder. So there's that. Adam's living the high life. <laughs> Look, I don't think so. I I admit to being a terrible cook. Yeah, I feel like that not everyone has to be a good cook. Not everybody has to be a good. Yeah, that's cook. what women are for. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> Get a wife. 
I'm so, kidding. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, certain th- certain people have certain skills. Right. Cooking, I've never enjoyed it. Like yeah. that, all that prep I was doing just now, hated it. It was boring. Yeah. Smoke everywhere. I'm sure it's not, not going to taste everybody. good. It's not for everybody. Do you enjoy cooking? No, I'm so bad at cooking. I don't think I've ever cooked. That's a lie. I did cook one meal. And I ended up cooking Thanksgiving for my family because mm-hmm. my mom just got her sick her second hip replacement, Ooh. and I was like, "This is gonna be." She bad. really needs to stop twerking. I know. <laughs> I, I've been telling her, <laughs> "Enough like, is enough." Like, mom, come on, fifty six. You don't have to, to win every twerk competition. <laughs> let the younger generation move in. All right, come on, like let someone else have a chance. Yeah, right. It's the height of selfishness. No wonder her dad was pissed off every time he got home. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, she's still twerking. Yeah. Why are you twerking on the coffee table? <laughs> so no. you don't like cooking. I hate cooking. Thank you. Not that so, I, not that so I hate at, cooking. I at just, home, do you just eat out a lot? Are you prepared meals? I, like, I'm a big fan of like frozen meals mm-hmm. that you can just microwave. Mm-hmm. Like, like a Nighthawk? Sh- I don't know. Hungry man. These are brand names. Yeah. Basically like, <laughs> like a hungry man, but for white women. So it's like Amy's. Yeah. I don't know. Have you, have you seen yeah, them? I've seen those. It's like the most culturally appropriated <laughs> frozen meal that you yes, can like ever is. find. Like I ate this one. It was like, I don't even know, like chicken masala. I don't know. It was like a vegetarian version of like chicken masala. Mm-hmm. And the back of it, I swear to God, it was just like, well, Amy has brown friends. So <laughs> It should taste pretty good. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I know families in California where they have just freezers full of those. Yeah. Oh. When I ever, when I go visit, they're like, "You hungry?" I'm like, "Yeah." And like, "Okay, just find whatever you want out of the freezer." And I'm like, <laughs> So I like how whenever I talk about my bad cooking, I get slaughtered uh-huh. on this podcast. Yeah. She's talking about frozen dinners, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah but she's entertaining. <laughs> He's like, you tried. <laughs> so what was the, what, what's the fanciest thing that you would say that you make for yourself on a regular basis? I'm really good at making eggs. Which, nice. Yeah. Yep. What kind I, of have, eggs? Have you ever put eggs in ramen? Yes. It's, that's, a, that's a delicacy. Exactly. Right I learned that a couple years ago from a Vietnamese girl. She's like, trust me, this is going to take it to the next level. And it did. Oh, yeah. yeah some, people, some people get creative with ramen. They put like vegetables in it and no that's no what's the worst thing you've ever seen done with ramen man because I, I have probably the worst this is not a food thing but i do i do have this friend who's a drag king and she put like what, what is a drag king it's like a drag queen mm. but what? like the the winner of all of it no like not the <laughs> It's like a pawn that's made it all the way across. You dragged. Never mind. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> got, wow. chess analogy. Not In working. In the game of chess, that is also drag. No, okay. Yeah. So, so you know, like a drag queen is mm-hmm. a, a woman, or sorry, a man who dresses a woman for like a performance. A gotcha. drag king is a woman who dresses as a man for the same purpose. Like they do like shows, huh. stuff like that. So she she crushed up a bag of ramen and glued it onto like a like a swim cap. And then wore it like it was hair and did um, an in sync um, nice. performance. JT. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. clever. It was pretty fucking good. That's a clever way of not having to completely destroy your hair to yeah. do it kind of a situation. It's a clever way of not cooking ramen. That is yeah. a clever way. I have. Uh, what I was your example? I went to college with a guy who was too lazy to cook the ramen. 
So what? It's well, the easiest thing it. in the world to cook. So right. what he would do is Other he would just take the brick <laughs> of the ramen noodles out of the bag, throw away the <gasps> packet, cut a half inch of cheese off of a cheese block, stick it on top, and put it in the microwave for thirty seconds, and then just eat it. Ew. Was it good? What? No. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It, it, sounds it looked disgusting and it sounded disgusting. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's so delicious. I was like, you have no taste buds. <laughs> have you ever seen people like they'll crush up the ramen in the bag? Yes. And then, and yeah. And then just put the seasoning on the dry crumpled yeah. up ramen. Yeah, oh, these are monsters. Yeah, you are a I don't need to associate sociopath. With these. Yeah. yeah, I do not need to associate with yeah. these people. Um, just gonna cut that phrase and loop it. <laughs> oh, there we go. We'll yeah. make that a ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Because ramen, I actually, I've been making ramen wrong, to be honest, for a long time. How do you how do you make ramen incorrectly? So I put way too much water. So there would be like a bunch of broth mm-hmm. with the soup, which is how I've always always had it. And then uh, somebody made ramen for me. I'm like, man, that was so much faster than I ever make it. It's like, how did you do that? I thought there was only one way to do it. <laughs> and I look in the directions. It's like, you only need two cups of water. Yeah. So it's not supposed to be swimming in broth mm-hmm. like I always make it. Yeah. And, how much uh, water were you putting in it? Uh, like a knuckle and a half. That's a nice measurement. Yeah. No, I, I, did, I, eyeball, <laughs> I eyeball my cooking for the most part. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not the one with like the, the temperature gauge that I'm poking my steak. Like, oh, it's perfect. Now I flip it. No. That's why I have an automatic one. It just beeps when it's done. Is that really convenient? Something I want to invest in. I got it on sale. Are you talking about a microwave? Like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? A digital thermometer that's programmable. Uh, you stick it in your steak and then you cook it and it beeps when you get to work. the temperature that you want. Very I'm not making, perfectly I'm not medium steak, steak every time. I'm not making a steak at home. Oh, I love I'll ruin steak it. at home. Best steaks I have had are ones I made at home. Better than you get it salt grass or any steak. Absurd has. talk. Oh. I hate when people say that because it's never it true. Is. It is true. It's all subjective you to my create, own taste, but it's if true. If you can create a steak. That I can even say is on par with even a, a saltgrass, which oh, yeah. is not yeah. premium steak. Challenge accepted. I'll be blown away. Challenge accepted, Brad Love. Yeah, because we'll Dan, this. we have Dan Hornstein on, and he talks about putting mayonnaise on his <gasps> steak. Why? Exactly. What? You put it on before you cook it, and then it, you sear it when it makes the perfect crust. It's like Except butter on grilled cheese. Except Why it's don't not you just butter. Because exactly. mayonnaise is eggs, so it gives you a better crust than butter does. See, if you told me that you like put even just eggs or mayonnaise, or like mm-hmm. instead of mayonnaise, like that, I would I'd rather have eggs on it. Right. Than like it's mayonnaise and steak. So you wow. don't like mayonnaise? I I love mayonnaise. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, <laughs> White bread. <laughs> I hate mayonnaise. I have a long standing hatred of mayonnaise. Why? It just it doesn't taste like anything. Like it tastes and looks like just like this is just fat. Like I'm just like oh yeah. It's like ugh. It the flavor sure the flavor is it's the opposite of mustard. And I'm a mustard guy, but I I legit don't like it. I would say I've cooled a little bit in my older age on my distaste for it. Like if I get a, a burger that's got mustard and mayonnaise, it's not going to ruin my day. Mm-hmm. That being said, I still hate. Onions. Oh my God. I got a, a sandwich the other day where I said, they asked me like three times, like, okay, you want mustard pickle only? I'm like, yes. Like, why is that hard? <laughs> yeah. Like, and they kept asking me to the point where I was like, oh fuck, they messed it up. Oh, no. Where was that? 
Are you sure? Where was it? I think it was McDonald's. I got like a quarter pounder. Mm-hmm. It was like a last minute thing. Um, and they took longer than I would expect it. And I got it first bite, tasted an onion. <laughs> so they clearly just scraped it off. Yeah. <laughs> like McDonald's, they, they knew that they fucked up. And they didn't, instead of just making me another one the way I wanted it, after I told them three times, yeah, they're like, ah, this idiot won't, ever, won't be able to tell the difference. I hate raw onions. Ugh. <laughs> Worst ingredient in the world. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gross. I'm going to lie. Like, I like onions that are cooked in a soup or something, but if you just put a raw, giant raw onion on my sandwich, <sighs> oh, oh my God. That's so Monsters. gross. It oh, is. Yeah. On. So pungent. Yeah. And like, how can you taste anything else? You can't like, you can't un onion <laughs> bread. Like it, you just, can't. So yeah. is this, I wonder if this is like the cilantro tasting like soap thing. No, I just think that our taste buds work. Right. Oh, no, As other people like, Oh, I, I just like the onions for the consistency. Like what? what? Good. What? Like, what's yeah. good about it? Uh, they have great flavor depending on what you're using it. Cause you have the three different types of onions primary and depending on what you're putting them in you're making, it tastes good. It complements what you're making. This sounds like the people who are like, Oh, you don't get weed. There's different strains. <laughs> I'm like, uh, like, no, I've had, I think most strains, uh, onions are worse. I would rather put weed on my burger than onions. At least I get something good out of it. Right. Oh, <sighs> Fuck I think, I I'm not think, saying you have to like onions, but I don't understand why people don't like them. Because of the taste. Yeah. You have to admit that it's, it's super pungent. Very aggressive. It depends on the onion, though. If you get a red onion and you put it on a sandwich, it's too much. But if you get a sweet onion, put it on a sandwich, it's much more mild. Okay, and that's another thing. Red onions are very obviously purple. So Yeah, I agree. They're not even honest. They're yeah. lying. Same yeah. thing with red cabbage. It's purple, but they call it red. I hate cabbage, too. So... Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan at all. Like any any vegetable that lies about what color it is, get fucked. Like I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna eat that. I completely agree with this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great observation. The commonalities here. Finally, so, Adam has someone who's like agreeing. With we are him. food twins. <laughs> I don't know how that makes you feel. We're both bad at cooking, and we I didn't mean to hate on you. <laughs> didn't mean to break your all spirit. But no. Um, do you have any jokes about like your cooking style or your cooking preferences? I don't. I feel I like that'd be a good vein. Good to, material. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just thinking, I was just trying to write a joke in my head and sorry, didn't zoned out there for a second. <laughs> so when you say you cook eggs, just like breakfast, like scrambled eggs. Yeah. That's the only way I know how to cook them. You scramble them. I scramble them and I put, <laughs> I put Tony's in it. Tony's Creole seasoning. Mm-hmm. If you were to look in my kitchen, the very first spice you would see would be Tony's. Tony's. Yeah. That's the only spice that I know. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's a spice. I think it's just like salt it's, they call it all spice for a reason it's for everything it, it right is for everything. it goes i i put it on literally everything i put it in my amy's frozen meals that i buy because they don't have any flavor mm-hmm. because no, a white woman cook them but yeah yeah i feel like most people could try to cook a frozen dinner and it would not come out super flavorful <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a tough ask. Yeah. Well, they're not made to be super flavorful. They're just made to be eaten. Because right. Because then you just spice it up with whatever you want, like frozen pizza. Right. Don't Are you, you going to defend her cooking again? It's no, not- I'm just saying, don't you, when you make <laughs> At this point, cheap frozen pizzas, you put stuff I was on like, it to make it taste better. I was like, Radliff, don't worry. It's part of the show. <laughs> These people are going to rib on each other. They're going to go after you for your cooking skills. She is some, somehow 
has less cooking skills than I do. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, it's a pass. It's a pass. <laughs> Sorry See, for making a big deal out of this. No, I it's because I'm new here. It's fine. You've done this like, what, 50 times with us? And 50 too many, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't figured out this. I wouldn't bought spices because you guys. I <laughs> <laughs> was guilted into this. Mayo, make a dip. Oh, God. <laughs> What's that? Okay, I do think that Tony's would be really good in mayo. Tony's is good on almost everything. I mean, if it, it probably hopefully you can get rid of the mayo taste. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tony's and eggs. I'll get to egg toast Tony's. That's yeah. all I need. What else do you need? Yeah. For eggs, I don't use Tony's. I use like a uh, Tolua sauce or that's good too. Or Tabasco. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I'm I'm actually um like waning on my love of Tabasco. I used to love it. Now I prefer like a thicker sauce that has a little bit more flavor. If you want to take your egg to the next level, mix in some Parmesan cheese in it. Ooh. Well, I don't scramble my eggs. Even if, even if you fry easy, it or, or do over it over medium. easy or over medium, then just put it down in the pan, put the egg on it. And then, you know, if you flip it, then it's, Sounds good. it's grilled on it. Just don't burn it. You got to have like a medium heat. It's super good. See, I'm not as bad a cook as I make it out to be. Yeah, pretty no. bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like listeners, all cooking fans. Is this no, no, they just like ripping on the my cooking show. <laughs> yeah, this is, the recent. this is a very like last two weeks, three weeks thing. <laughs> yeah, we typically talk about comedy most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, so how long have you been doing comedy? Um, so I, I guess I started in. 20s the, the end of 2017 so i guess it's been like three years mm-hmm. um but i haven't done comedy in the last like eight months because since of, quarantine yeah covid covid so two years i guess we'll call it well you were you were going pretty light there or even before covid yeah so he's like he hadn't seen, hadn't seen i was like really i was like, I was like oh she wouldn't she she, uh, she does shows mm-hmm she didn't need that. She didn't need this open mic business. She's like, I'll try out my material on the show. No big deal. I'll just, no. I'll wing it. And sometimes it goes terrible. Um, she had yeah. legit the best set I've seen in Houston. My comic at Janan's going away. Party. Oh yeah. That was such a fun show. Oh my God. That crowd was roaring. The entire, like from start to finish. I was like, Holy shit. I hope you got that on tape. Cause that was a good set. It was a really good set. I think what it was is that I do really good with um, like queer women mm-hmm. because I have a lot, I'm a queer woman. So I have like a lot of jokes about that. But how often do you get a crowd that's just like 90% queer women? Never, except for Janan show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really good set. That was awesome. Yeah, I did. I did start kind of like tapering off because I started studying for the LSAT. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really hard to do comedy and study for um anything <laughs> yeah comedy is uh, very time consuming do you feel like there's any um thing that makes somebody who's good at like law and and all that kind of mindset and comics there are quite a few comics throughout history that were law degrees law majors like michael Dede currently yeah. here in houston but so greg geraldo's lawyer bunch of i have two theories about that i think like if you're gonna be a lawyer part of your job is speaking Mm -hmm. and um being appealing and and getting a point across so comics have that you have to you know write jokes that make sense and that get people to listen and deliver your message or whatever but also i have another theory which is that um people who are lawyers tend to be people who just don't know what else to do which is also comedians so interesting like either we're really intellectual and good at talking or we just have nothing else going on 
Which camp are you putting yourself in? I think I'm, I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> we'll agree with camps here. You can't have both both camps. Right. Interesting. So do you have any like aspirations of doing that post COVID post studying? Yeah, I, um, I, I do want to get back into doing shows. I think I might wait a little bit until mm-hmm. the, um, COVID numbers are down. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm, am done studying for now, so I should have more free time. I should, I honestly should be planning on getting back on the mic, but I just, I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> think oh, I'm, you're ready. I've enjoyed the, um, the break a little bit. What yeah. about you? Do you do stand up? I haven't done stand-up. Just looks funny. I just, yeah, look funny and mock Adam. Yeah. That was the funny thing. I was like, I started thinking about it the other day. I was like, wait a second. How am I getting made fun of? I was like, I need to go after Mark a little more. I'm like, nah, he's too nice. I've told you, go for it. I don't care. But, uh, so you do the comedy thing. You did, you're doing really well. COVID hits. Do you, was it a hundred percent like COVID? Like, like, were you really worried about it or? Was it the fact that everything just shut down and then you're like, all right, well, I'll shut down too. And then yeah, it just it, kind of got, there was I, nothing to go do. I think like at the point when they canceled basketball, I was like, oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. You know, like back in March, like Americans don't cancel sports for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Like, so when that happened, I was like, well, maybe I should um, be a good citizen and like not kill my parents. So yeah. Don't was, you want that inheritance though? <laughs> Valid yeah. point, Radliff. <laughs> they just, they have to live. I'm not inheriting anything. <laughs> if I knock off my parents, they're going to put me in the will. Increw <laughs> so all their debts. Oh my God. I'm kidding. They're doing fine. <laughs> they, uh, they have to live long enough to decide they want to write my brother off the will. So. Yeah. Do you have a bunch of siblings? No, just, just one brother. Older or younger? He is older than me. He's 29. I don't know how old he is. What an old bastard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's he do? He's also a pilot. Um, he just started working for Wisconsin Airlines. I didn't even know that was. Didn't even know that was an airline. I didn't even know that was an airline, but mm-hmm. apparently it is. So he's a young pilot just starting out. Yep. He just okay. started. Mm-hmm. Who'd your dad work for? He, uh, he, well, he's technically still works for United. He's sort of like phasing out of, okay. uh, of working to retirement right now, but. He was with Continental and then United bought them, bought them. What would he, how would he have felt as like a legacy pilot? His son kept a pilot. If his son was like, yeah, I'm gonna go work for spirit airline, but he'd be like, he's like, okay, now you're out of the will. He'd be like, fuck spirit. Yeah. Mega bus in the sky. (laughs) There's few things that are like, so universal that like a bunch of comics will have a joke about it. Mm-hmm. Like Spirit Airlines. Like that's like yeah. the go-to yeah. like uh oh, they're, boy. They're like objectively bad, but oh, yeah. I I will say I haven't been on an on an airplane and enjoyed it ever, like regardless of the airline. Uh, yes. Yeah. Completely agree. A hundred percent agree. I was talking to my mom about this just the other day. I was like, we were dogging on Spirit, and then she's like, oh, then she I got a flight that was from What's the one that's out of Texas, Southwest? Mm-hmm. And she's like, it was great. I had the whole road to myself. I was like, yeah, that's because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with the airline. And I was like, I've never, I've never once enjoyed flying. Not, not once. Oh, it's bad. I think like it's airlines uncomfortable were... seats. The air is never cold enough. Oh yeah, or it's too cold. Oh no. Oh okay, not bad. 
I enjoyed flying every time. The only time they have it was when I got airsick. That was it, which is like twice. You know the worst people to fly with are? People who say they enjoy flying every time. Because <laughs> yeah, they're, the, they're the ones chatting you up the whole time. Oh, no, I don't to- talk to anybody. So you're just like sitting in a cramped box. I just, you know, watch something, listen to something. If I'm going with someone, I talk to them, but I don't talk to strangers. How is that enjoyable though? Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy that. I enjoy, I enjoy flight. Like I've taken flying lessons before. That's fun. I enjoy being in an aircraft. You're it's not enjoyable. flying it though. You're, doesn't you're, matter. On still, a, you're, you're basically still on a bus fun. in the air. It's and it's like fun. an uncomfortable bus. A super uncomfortable bus. Dep- Too okay. low. I'm not tall. Yeah. And I'm uncomfortable on a plane. Yeah. It depends on the airline. Like spirit is obviously garbage. Well, yeah, but that's because they screw you like. Well, they put you on like you know wood seats with like you know tiny little no minuscule bit of pad. Unless you're in first class, I've flown, I've flown just about every airplane there is, or every mm-hmm. industry, or not. I can't even talk. Company there is, <laughs> they're all the exact same in in coach. Yeah, exactly. They're. I would say Spirit. It seems like they're smaller. They may not. They're probably they're, not. There's probably like smaller. standards. You get to have so many seats and you get to allot the weight correctly, but different airlines. None different of them are comfortable. No seat. You can't go back far enough. Like your leg room is nothing. And again, I'm not tall. I can't, mm. I can't imagine what a tall person has to deal See, I'm with. I'm six feet tall and I still, I'm still doing okay. What I feel like you're just why? more comfortable being uncomfortable. That's, That's true. possible. Some people yeah. are, be- are like good at. Yeah. Cause my, all, all I'll be able to do is focus on my uncomfort. Yeah. As where you're just I'm just thinking around. about all the awesome stuff I'm going to do when I get there, wherever I'm going. Okay. How long are these flights that you're taking? Like, if it's like 45 He's minutes. He's globetrotting this oh, guy. Oh, I'm flying across to different continents. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm surprised the he hasn't brought time, up Israel already. It's, we've been here for what? <laughs> 30 last minutes? Time, last flight I was on, last two flights, long flights I was on, was like 10 hours and 13 hours. Oh I've been gosh. on a 17 and a half hour flight And before. you're still like optimistic about yeah, it? Yeah, I still Oh, I get time. mad even uh, thinking about the last time I was on a long flight. What's the longest flight you've been on? Um, it might have been like eight hours. New York or? Argentina. Really? Yeah. How was that? Well, that was that one I got to fly first class. So... But only because they um, bumped me. Like, I just got lucky. Like, I yeah. won the, the seat lottery. But on, then on the way back... Were you with somebody? I was with my parents. And they had to go sit and coach? No, my dad, my dad was, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm bragging. A pilot. My dad was flying the airplane and oh, my mom randomly died. selected a pilot's yeah. daughter. This well, fucking sham. Okay, yeah, we, it is sort of like. What company did y'all fly? United. The same one my dad works for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're, if you're traveling with a pilot, like they put you on this list and they kind of like. Give you preferential treatment. Well, it's like, it's like a free seat, but they give you whatever seats left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and it really only works like if you're traveling. Like a bunny seat. With, yeah. Like a buddy pass. Yeah. So, um, I won the lottery, got to sit in first class, but then on the way back, I like didn't win the lottery. And mm-hmm. so my mom got to fly first class. And then I got to sit and coach and I sat, uh, I had a row all to myself, but nice. then this, this guy also got bumped to first class um, and didn't want to watch his kids. So he put his kids in my row because it happened to be like kind of closer. It was like the closest available row. Um, I would have been like class. So I had to sit with this guy's kids and like babysit them for eight hours. Was it like a, so was it a Southwest kind of a setup to where once you're in, you're in, you can get any seat you want? Or was it spirit style to where you have a designated seat 
you have to sit in that seat. It was a designated seat, but. Oh, you better believe I'd be like, can I see your ticket? <laughs> <laughs> to this eight year old. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one, there's few times where I'll be that guy. Yeah. If it's strict, annoying ass kids on a plane, that is like one of the worst experiences. Getting your, your seat kicked or having somebody screeching or oh, yeah. they're playing around nonstop. That. And I'm not, I'm not a high maintenance person, but that will drive me insane. Oh yeah. Like a stressful flight. That is enough to make me punch a baby. Yeah. Like I will fight <laughs> your baby on this I, plane right now. Why are, are there, why is there, maybe there's not enough to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. But if there was a, a company that only had flights that were like, nope, you have to be 18 to, to 60. So nobody too young, nobody too old. That's it. It is what it is. Like yeah. A party bus. Yeah. Party. It, it, Flying it, 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 party bus. Yeah. It's like, drinks. I will say I don't understand. I think twenty one to sixty. Twenty one like, to sixty. From like a consumer point of view, I think it would be best if they were like. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I guess I'm not a consumer. I guess. Oh, no, you are. But I'm, I would say I would agree with you in the fact that they should be like this is the family row and families have to go in the family row. Right. Because kids do. The, is there a noise canceling row? No, I'm not. Okay. Problem not solved. The thing is for the noise though, the noise never bothers me because I have like noise canceling headphones or I have earbuds and so the noise of a kid row in front of me, row beside me, row and it's never the noise. It's the kid that's like wanting to like crawl through the chair and like doing all this crazy stuff or like throwing stuff. That's the stuff that's annoying when it comes to kids. That's about the only time I get annoyed when I'm fly is there, there's some kid on an eight hour flight and the kid just wants to like poke you the whole time. That has happened a ridiculous amount of times. And I don't fly that often. Almost 50% of the time there's some, I get screwed and there's some kid right around me. That's, Poking over, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to play peekaboo, kid. Last time I, I have no soul. <laughs> Last time soul. I just asked I'm a attendant to move me. Yeah. And she, but did. what do you, like, in her, your situation, I would have gone nuclear. Oh my God. It was so Somebody upset. took their kid and put them on my road that I had to myself. First off, for, as soon as I realized I have a road to myself, I'm laying out. Just, yeah. Laying. <laughs> but that shouldn't be a problem if you have designated seats. That's mm-hmm. another thing. It's a big issue for me that doesn't bother people for some reason. And it always irks me to the most like when you're at a sporting event and you're with friends that always want to just like move over like or take up one extra right. seat. Like, oh, there's nobody here. I'm like, yeah, but then you make this insanely awkward situation to where whoever paid for that seat, if they show up, right. they have to have that like, oh shit, somebody's in our seat. Well, I mean, I don't want to cause a scene, so I'll go sit in somebody else's seat and then they get screwed. Right. Like, just sit in your own um, fucking seat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have some dignity. We live in a society... <laughs> <laughs> rules. Yeah. Follow the rules. But I never understood that. It always irked me when people would do that. I don't understand it either. Like I paid for the ticket for the ticket I paid for. I didn't pay 300 bucks for the nice seat. I'll sit oh, in no, the no. seat. No, see, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, Hey, let's try to get way closer. I'm saying that we're in the exact same section, mm-hmm. exact same row, but for whatever reason, we just want to sprawl, sprawl out. out. Yeah. Or you can only get tickets that weren't, you know, different, like eight seats apart. Yeah. yeah. I don't do that. I'm like, yeah. you Especially like if it's like a really busy yeah. game, like a playoff game or something yeah. like that. We would go to me and my buddy and my brother would go to Giants games in California all the time in San Francisco. And those games back like. 
back when the Giants were really good in Winter World Series. They were packed all the time. And my buddy Ben wanted to go with us, and me and my brother had already bought tickets. And so we're like, okay, we're going to get you one, but it's like three rows behind us and across like five seats. He's like, oh, I'll just sit next to you. I was like, there's going to be no free seats at this game. Mm -hmm. They are really good right now. Everyone's going to be there. So we showed up, and he's like, I'm going to sit next to you. And like two seconds after you sat down, the guy goes, hey, that's my seat. So he just kept moving down. Finally, I was like, look, your seat's up there. Just go sit up there. And he sat there by himself the whole game. I was like, I told you this was going to happen. Yeah. Just sit up there. (laughs) So I've been to a lot of games in my life. It it all depends on who you're there with. If I'm not sitting with a friend, Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in being there. I'd rather go watch it with a a friend at a bar or watch it by myself at the house. I've gone to a couple games by myself and that was still enjoyable. But I really enjoy baseball. I love baseball. I don't want to be there by myself. It's better with other people, though. I will say it's definitely better. Are you a sports fan at all? I'm not a sports fan. I go to sporting events for the food. Like the, the nachos with the weird lever mm-hmm. and the cheese comes out. Like, the chemical, the chemical yeah. cheese? No, like, it's Rico's cheese, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like cheese that someone's already, like, chewed up and spit out, kind of. But <laughs> it's still delicious. It's still, <laughs> really it's the still picture cheese. Here. I mean, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> I'd rather have chewed up and spit out cheese than onions. Oh my God. <laughs> Just to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, I could be at any sporting event as long as I'm eating like some salty <laughs> sporting event food. I'm good. Like I've been to the circus and it was the same environment for me. Like I had the same experience. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I've never been to a circus. What do you feel about sunflower seeds? Um, they're gross, but I like to eat, but I enjoy them. I don't want to watch someone eat sunflower seeds ever. Like, how dare you do that in public? But I do like them. Yeah, it can be. So you do it. You're a private yeah, room that only. Is sunflower seed eater. That is something you do at home behind closed doors. What like, kind of sociopath <laughs> brings a pack of sunflower seeds to their house? It's what? such a social thing. How is that social? You're like literally spitting it. So I, what do you do with the seeds? Cup. Cup, yeah. Oh my God. So you're just going to like spin to a cup and like with all of your friends? Yeah. Around, okay. Yeah. It's like, like something. It's, like, it's not as bad as tobacco. It's it definitely, look, do I, do I agree that it doesn't look pleasant? Yes. Definitely. But who eats sunflower seeds at their house? Is that even a thing? I, you can buy them at the store. It <laughs> says on the bag, do not eat this at home. <laughs> this is a clear See, sign of depression. Adam is a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's Beth. Uh, she Beth comes home with sunflower seeds and uh, boxed wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just eat some sunflower seeds and kill myself. Later. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be real confused when they find this. <laughs> well, she was clearly depressed. She was eating sunflower seeds by herself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no sunlight in this room. <laughs> sunflower. It's in just the name. Bitten them on the carpet. Like, oh, <laughs> that would be that would be the clearest sign of depression. Somebody yeah. just oh, like yeah. sunflower seeds at their house. Oh, Strewn about. Have, there's no bird in sight. No, no excuse. Whew, that's a depressing <laughs> mental picture. It's like an episode that's, of Hoarders right there. Mm-hmm. It's a disgusting mental picture. Do you ever watch Hoarders? I love Hoarders. Oh, I love terrible, I can't do it. terrible TV. Yeah, I'm the only one I know that watches Hoarders like actively. I'm like, it oh, reminds me too much of my uncle. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> And it doesn't, like, you would think that if you're, like, not a hoarder, but you watch hoarders, it would be to make yourself feel better. No, it makes me feel worse. I feel so horrible every time I watch it. But, like, I, like, I almost feel like... Do you eat sunflower seeds while you're watching it? Yeah, I almost... (laughs) 
I almost feel like I watch TV to feel bad. Like I don't ever watch like comedies. I'm all, like, I always watch like really like my 600 pound life in hoarders. That's my God. jam <laughs> right there. That's, you got really quiet. <laughs> I was just picturing somebody's 600 pound life. I've never watched the show. It sounds like a bucket of depression. Oh, it's really sad. <laughs> hoarders is a bucket of depression. But too. you hope that they get better. You know, you're like, how? Oh, I would rather, no, I'd rather watch 600 pound life than eat an onion like an apple. (laughs) (laughs) I've never eaten an onion like an apple. That's an extreme. Oh, that's insane. Uh, I do have a cousin that does that and I think she's nuts, but I do enjoy onions in my food, but I'm not going to eat it raw by itself. That's just, what does your cousin do for a living? I'm assuming she works at the circus. She's a nurse. She's probably one of those nurses that kill. That's yeah, another show that I watch. She has them. Like Nurse Jackie? She, yeah, kind of like she that. Might, I don't know. I oh my gosh. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any stories about that? Last name like, is Come like, yeah, I killed the lady today. <laughs> oh no. my God. She, yeah, uh, yeah. She doesn't listen to this, but her brother does. <laughs> well, now he knows. Yep. Your sister's a killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever watched Downton Abbey? I have not watched Downton Abbey. All right, I just started it recently. I'm way behind. It ended in 2015. But uh, I just started watching it on Amazon. I have nobody to talk to about it. It's, yeah. It's because I don't keep think anyone men. watches it. <laughs> uh, Mike Rayo listens to it. Or, or what other <laughs> random local people can I mention? <laughs> Why don't you ask Dan? No, oh, there's no way Dan watches it. No chance in hell. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing comedy. For- <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything like what is like what's your writing process look like? Are you sitting down to write this stuff or funny thoughts come to you? I, I honestly think I do better when I'm walking. Sometimes I'll take a walk if I have an idea and just kind of mull it over in my brain noggin. You know what would be good for that process? Sunflower, Sunflower seeds. seeds. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. It is a stimulating, you know, like thing to eat. You're like you're actively you're like a bird. You know, mm-hmm. you like crack it open with your beak and then Dig out the seed. It's probably why I have awful teeth. I've destroyed them with, with <laughs> sunflower <laughs> seeds, popcorn. <laughs> Jesus. Ramen with too much water? No, that actually makes them softer. <laughs> so that actually looking out. <laughs> Chewing on ice. Oh my God. You chew on ice? Yeah, if there's ice in there. Are you a pregnant woman with a mineral deficiency? Why are you? Yeah, I put on some weight. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. That is a thing. Hmm. Did not know that. So my mom always told me growing up, she's like, oh, I knew you were going to be smart because I ate a lot of fish when I was pregnant with you. <laughs> Come to find out, probably had iodine poisoning. Yeah, isn't yeah. that bad for you? It's mercury, terrible for mercury you. Mercury poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's as bad as it was in the 80s, but it's not good. Still, I read an article from some research and they said fish is probably one of the worst meats you can eat right now still. Even like the natural caught stuff is still pretty polluted. Oh man! And I was Are you like, pescatarian or vegetarian? Yeah, I eat a lot of fish. I, <laughs> I love fish. So I, I was like, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, that's kind of a sad realization. Yeah, it's the really, and a lot of companies will lie about yeah. what fish they're selling you. Yeah. I like read this some kind of like article. Where yes, y'all are both well read. I get it. Like, yeah, I read. I always, I'm, every example I give, I'm like, I watch this YouTube video. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was like definitely clickbait from Facebook. I was reading a peer-reviewed journal and uh, go on. I'm sorry yes. for interrupting. Yeah, I was peer-reviewing. Peer no. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's a peer? I am a peer. <laughs> nice. Um, and it, they, 
they tested different types of fish and one of them was just like lice. Like the fish had the oh, lice in it. And the other God. one was like not what they said it was. They, they said it was some sort of like cod and it was like tilapia. I don't know. So they're like, ah, oh, it's just all white fish. It looks yeah, the same. It's all, it looks the same. It's not all the same quality, but yeah. who knows what you're buying. They do that in like a nice restaurants too. I don't Anthony Bourdain or somebody like somebody did an expose on a, on a TV show. I'm sorry, <laughs> and um, they would like even dye the fish. Oh my god! Charge because it was like nice, like fine dining restaurants, like ripping people off. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not surprised. That's what you get for paying more than five dollars for fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I've had fish probably the least of any, not probably definitely the least of any protein. Um. And I've never had it to where the fish really shown. Like I've had it like at nice restaurants, and it's always the sauce that it's in that's yeah, always the yeah. best part. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really absorb the taste, the so- the flavor as much as like a steak or chicken. But it's good. I mean, I like fish. Don't get me wrong. Not what I would choose. It's not my go-to protein unless no. it's fish tacos. Then I'll go crazy for those. Usually, fish tacos are a little onion heavy for me. <laughs> or cabbage heavy for me. Oh my god! Yeah, Not a fan do. either. They put like straight coleslaw on fish mm-hmm. tacos. Like, That's one thing I like about Wait. it. Well, I guess you don't like cabbage, but coleslaw. My big beef with coleslaw is the mayonnaise. Oh yeah, it's like I'm mayonnaise out. and cabbage. Not How do you make good. tuna fish? I don't. I go get sushi when I get with tuna. Oh, sorry. I'm a chicken of the sea kind of guy, I guess. <laughs> but um. There's two different ways to make it. There's like a mustard base mm-hmm. version and a mayonnaise based version. You do version. The mustard, definitely. Of course, I mustard. Put both, like mustard and mayonnaise, and then like something else vinegary, like maybe like a relish. Or I olives. put dill relish in mine, and yeah. uh, sometimes I put a little Tabasco in it. From Not bad, feeling saucy, but yeah, that's it. And a ton of mustard. Ever have it on saltines? Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Can't say that I have. Yeah, sorry, we're not eating our uh, sushi every time we want tuna. Some of us have budgets. <laughs> I do too, but that's not like I do it frequently. It's just, oh, that sounds good. Once in a great while. Well, good for you. Good for you. Sushi's one of those things that's too expensive for what it is. It really is. Oh, yeah. I disagree. They don't even cook it. Come on. Well, I'm never, I'm never cooking sushi. For, that's, <laughs> forget about it. You got to make sticky rice. You got to have some, you have to have a special instrument to roll it. Hard pass, but uh, I think sushi's about priced just about accurate. You can get like a roll for like what three bucks? No, no, it's like I feel like if you were to go even cheap sushi, like if you were to go to like HEB and buy a pack of sushi right now, it'd be like nine bucks. Yeah, no, what? Yeah. yeah, and if you want to get good sushi, it's like 15 bucks a roll. Yeah, a, a roll, yeah. one roll, not one roll, 15 dollars for a good one. That's a ripoff. It's, I mean, it is what it is. It tastes good. It tastes delicious. It's phenomenal. But that's why I don't get it very often because it is expensive. I feel self-conscious when I get the California roll. It's like people are looking at me like I'm basic. (laughs) (laughs) I still like it. They're delicious though. I I know I'm going to like it. It's so good. Yeah. It has like everything on it. Yeah. They're delicious. I love avocados. Yeah. I love Whatever the salmon is it that comes with it, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I feel like the person who invented the California roll like didn't know what to put. They just they, so they just together. put everything. It's mm. better than the Philly roll with the freaking 
cheese or what's I like their cream, cream cheese. Yeah, I like the Philly roll too. With California they just like name better. different sushis after like places in America. No, yeah, there's no the only there's no spring Texas roll. Yeah, there's no Houston roll either. Yeah. There's a spring roll. But there's one sushi. I kind of picked the, the one place to be from that they that actually have. have a sushi name after <laughs> it. Is spring roll not sushi? I guess it's not. It's spring rolls are you get them in like Vietnamese. They're deep fried. No, they're the fresh ones. That are What's fried. the difference between a spring roll and sushi? Oh, there's cabbage in spring rolls usually, huh? Yeah, there's like cabbage there's no rice at all. Aren't spring rolls with like the rice paper? Yeah, rice yeah. paper. They're What's not- the difference between spring roll and egg roll? Egg rolls are fried. Spring rolls are just ri- the rice paper that are just rolled up. They aren't fried. Or yeah, and they usually cooked. have like a, like a noodle in them yeah. and like uh, spinach or something. Yeah, cabbage. spinach or cabbage, cilantro, some other vegetables. Yeah. And you eat it with like a peanut sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do like peanut sauce, oh, like yeah. Thai food. Oh, yeah. Where do y'all come down on buffets? Hard pass. Oh, really? I love buffets. Oh, I hate them. There's, right. there's what, like, what, like, are, what is a good buffet? There's maybe to? like one buffet that I'll go to, but I only really go there for two things. What and buffet is it? Demasi's? No, CC's is terrible. Demasi's. You would be a Demasi's person. And you just get the gyro meat with the garlic sauce, and that's it. Those are the only two things. And the bread, pita bread. I mean, you can't go wrong with pita bread. But other than that, you probably can. Everything else there is really bland. For non bread, mm, they're both good. Yeah, they are both good. Bread's good. Bread's bread. I mean, yeah, it's bread. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could have one dish the rest of your life, what are you going with? One dish? Or one item, one food item. One food item? One meal. Burrito. Oh, over like, pizza? Over pizza, ha- hands down. Oh, I'd have to go pizza. There's so many different variations, different styles. A pizza? Mm-hmm. Not really. It's Alfredo pizza. It's just there's, sauce. there's meat lovers, there's Hawaiian, there's... I just get tired of pizza. Olives, no pizza, olives. I'll have it like three or four times a year and I'm fine. Well, three or four times I mean, a year. Don't get me wrong, I love burritos too. But I think pizza, if I had to pick one thing, because there's like super thin crust pizza, thick crust pizza, all kinds of stuff. Chicago Burrito. casserole pizza. List every type of pizza. Go. What was this bubble? Like, like, is this Forrest Gump right now? Yeah. <laughs> Shrimp pizza. Yeah. yeah. It sounds good. I'd try it. I mean, I'd try it. I'll try anything once. So he picked burrito. I picked pizza. Oh, man. I don't know. Eggs. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe like Amy's. Um, <laughs> but they do sell everything. So they do sell everything. That's yeah. kind of cheating, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, man, I have to think about it. I love pastas, like maybe like oh, ravioli. Yeah. Well, I'll have to eat it forever though. Man, this is hard. You really put me on it the is spot hard. here. Man. <laughs> with the tough questions. Tough question. <laughs> Adam comes with the tough questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life the moral changing. dilemmas. Yeah. <laughs> I might go with salad because you can put... You can, a good reasonable salad, choice. Yeah, it's like pizza. You can put whatever you want in it. Yeah, so. you, can have any, you can have any protein you want on top of it. Yeah. yeah you kind can of, do a lot with it. Savvy move. Yeah. You can even like call things that aren't salad. All the different salad. dressings. Like you they can have like macaroni Ooh. salad. <laughs> that might be a Ooh, sneaky good thing. That pick. is a sneak. Yeah. Sneaky. I love yeah. potato salad. Potato salad. Can eat Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We're kidding. not counting those as salads, right? It says salad. It says salad. I didn't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a whole lot of non-pizza things named pizza. So, pizza rolls. 
which yeah. not really winning anything on that argument. No. Yeah. Except for burning the roof of your mouth when right. they're done. For sure. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It's it's about all pockets they do. of lava is what yeah. mm-hmm. like. What about a calzone? That's just like a pizza. It's just folded. a pizza folded, folded in, in half. half. Yeah. yeah. I like a calzone. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. I do too. We like food. Yeah. We just not onions. Well, you don't like onions. I could get rid of Italian. If it wasn't for pizza, I could get rid of Italian food pretty easily. I mean, I like it. But talk about a food item that is not uh, on par with its cost. It's Italian food. Oh, you go to most Italian restaurants and you're spending like 20 bucks for yeah. some pasta with some sauce on it. Exa- it's that, way that, it's outrageous. Yeah. Have you been to Olive Garden? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> terrible the, food, terrible prices. Yeah. <laughs> Olive Garden is buffet quality food. Yeah. Right, 20 with bucks a plate. Chili's prices. I don't know. But they give you like so much food like they, that's you, not a selling point you but if it's bad food it's still bad you can food. take it home and eat it later like you can eat this the, the <laughs> soup and cold. the salad for free look i have a i have the a salad's not even good when it's fresh yeah it's pretty bad <laughs> I, so i have a long-standing uh hatred of buffets because of that that exact logic like but there's so you can get so much, or you can get so many different options. Yeah, but if all the options suck, why do I want to do it? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like it's like guys who have like two girlfriends and like neither of them are cute. What about us <laughs> makes you think like, that we can relate to this scenario? You're like, well, two fives is still a ten. So. No, it is not. It's two separate fives. What kind of math did they teach y'all in public school? <laughs> this is not how it works. Oh. Oh my goodness. I hard don't subscribe to that logic either. No. I think everyone would rather have a 10 than two fives. Yeah. 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 I'd rather have a seven than two fives. Six, then you get a little murky water. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you might want to go for the variety pick. Variety pick? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Look, what are you like rolling the dice there? Yeah. Would you ever date somebody like if they were just completely blind, like chat roulette, but for an actual date? Wait, what? Would you, it's a completely random pick. I was, that's you mean, would you like go on a blind date? Completely like randomized sure. blind date. Like I you would. don't even know like what gender they are. I would. It'd be a good story. Interesting yeah. element to throw into there. Yeah. You don't know how old they Why are. Why not? It'd be a fun experience. Yeah, I would. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be a sexual day. I mean, yeah, you just, just go meet them. Hey, we're yeah. going to go get. Whatever. Go I mean, that feel like that'd be the worst idea ever because it'd be nothing but uh, pedophiles and murderers on that app. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if there was a way to make it above board, above yeah, that would be a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Especially for people who are in a city that they don't know anybody, it'd be a good it's way. The best way people. to meet somebody. Yeah. What would the app be called? Just blind date. It'd be called. Uh, <laughs> we won't murder you. Yeah. So, <laughs> see. <laughs> Life, like, life roulette. Life roulette. <laughs> I feel like this app. Life roulette. You may or may not live. This is like. This sounds like an app that someone's like weirdly involved aunt would make. Like that. There's like always trying to find you yeah. a partner. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have an aunt like that. I certainly do not. Step your game up, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she did hook me up once. <laughs> and that Wait, and my sister what? was involved in it, too. She so. hooked you up with your sister? No. <laughs> wow. <That's> probably, Rhonda. <laughs> hindsight is a poor choice of words. <laughs> my aunt and my sister both worked at a company together, and they hooked me up with the daughter of the owner of the company. How'd it go? It went well. We dated for a while. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the dating is not the hard part for me. For me, the hard part is getting the girls to show up on a date and then everything's downhill from there. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I feel like guys and girls have very different challenges with, cause you, did you ever do online dating? Oh yeah. Wait, that, that's that's how I met Alicia. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like the difference in their experience is vast. It's still a shitty experience though for both. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say probably equally shitty because guys have to waste way more time. Yeah. But women deal with mega Medi- creeps where yeah. actual negative consequences in, right. yeah. in enough cases to be a problem. But I've heard, I've heard stories from like women I've met dating and they're like, Oh yeah. They're like, someone saw my name tag in the store and worked at, and they just went to all the stores in Houston. Really found me. And I was like, are you serious? They're like, yeah. And I was like, Oh my goodness. They're like, you're not one of those. Are you? I'm like, have I shown up where you work? No, <laughs> I'm not where do you work. <laughs> like, that's creepy. Who asked that? I was like, that's just way crossing the line. What was your worst ever online dating? Not like not bad, bad, but like, the worst at the date site experience. I had a girl mm. it was like right after uh, Trump had gotten elected. Oh no. And it was um, a bad time for all of us. Yeah. And it was just like the date. That's all she would talk about. Literally. I tried to change the subject probably 30 times. And I have this weird thing. Where like I don't want to be rude where I'm just like, all right, I'm out of here mm-hmm. or I got to go to work. And it was even at work now. I could have easily just made an excuse and left. I just felt rude for some reason. <laughs> so I just put up with her ranting for. Was it like she was excited about? Trump no, and she was, was like very she, anti, which is yeah. like the, what you would expect most yeah. people, but she just could not let it go. Could yeah. not talk about anything else, which is like, how long do you want to be super negative on your first date? Right. Which yeah. is like, I was like, yeah, I agree. That's crazy. I, the world's going to shit. You only have, but Hey, how is right. like, what are you like, let's hear talking about something positive. Like, do you have any hobbies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you into besides being pissed off about the election? This is all I have. But literally is my anger. Every conversation that I would try to, and mm-hmm. I'm not short on random things I can talk about. Like, the, and within no less than two minutes, it was back to that. I was oh like, my gosh. I, I would like, say right. the worst for me was I met someone went to a restaurant and she's like, do you want beer? And I was like, no. And then the waiter came, she goes, we'll have a pitcher of beer and split it. And uh, I was like, but I said, I didn't want it. And she goes, well, you do now. And I was like, okay, this is a bad sign. Yeah, this and then like, maybe like a woman that knows what she wants afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, then she, <laughs> afterwards, then she like started trying to get me upset, like trying to like, get my temp, you know, to get, like see if I would like lose yeah. my temper. And I was like, I can understand that you're, I see you're trying to piss me off. Why? And she goes, well, I want to see, you know, how you are when you're angry because, you know, when you date someone, it's good to see how they're angry. I'm not on the first not date. The first I was date, like, that's yeah. terrible. She's that, like, well, I want to know what I'm getting to. I was like, this is psycho. Uh, you definitely topped me. <laughs> and so I was, I was like, I'm not seeing you again. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is just awkward and weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. Any examples come to mind? I, I've had a lot of dates where like the date went well, but I just, there was no chemistry. So that's really awkward because you're enjoying yourself, but you're just like, I don't want to like touch or kiss or anything. And then you have to go from like this, like, can we just be friends thing? Guys notoriously love that. (laughs) 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 They handle that scenario real well. (laughs) So so I've had a lot of really like good platonic dates almost in Mm -hmm. that way. But I, I would say the worst date I've been on was it was the first ever online dating date that I went on. Like I had just downloaded Bumble and just gotten out of like a really long-term relationship. And I went on a date with this guy 
who showed me another girl's nudes like on the first date and uh and i don't know why i don't know why i didn't leave who are these people (laughs) oh my goodness it was like who are these people it was weird. Like Who he, that that's a good idea. I think, I think we just like really hated each other. Like he, like I sat down and immediately, like, I was just like, oh man, this is going to be a terrible date. But then I got really drunk and I think I was just like baiting him almost. Cause he was so rude and like pretentious. Wait, was y'all's date the same date? I, yeah. I think, I think I might've been your date. <laughs> I sat down, I ordered a beer, a picture of beer for both of us. He didn't drink it. Jerk. It was weird. It was like, we were almost arguing. Like we just, Oh, that sounds awful. But it was, yeah, it was, it was like weird, like, but we were like still kind of attracted to each other. So it was like, not, not like, oh, I'll just leave then. It was like, for some reason we both stayed. And then he was, he said something to the effect of like, well, you know, I have like other, other women. And he like showed, he like opened his phone and like showed me his like dating apps. And this girl had like sent him a picture of, of her ass. And I was like, well, she's really cute. So I, you know. Anyway, That's that was so weird. That sounds awful. Yeah, it was really bad. If he hadn't sh- gone to the nudes, it sounded like he wasn't doing too terribly wrong. Like, so you're like, oh, yeah, we were kind of attracted to each other. So if he had just stopped talking, he could have gotten another date or who knows. Yeah. And he's just such a turd. He was so he annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we couldn't agree on anything and we were just like, arguing how ridiculously attractive was this guy he was pretty cute exactly. but he like his shirt was like really small and i was like do you own a bigger shirt like did you just go through like a growth spurt like i so asked you were riffing that. on this yeah. guy. You were, you were crowd working this guy that was before i was a comic so i had like a lot of like pent up like just it was in there bad jokes. Right. <laughs> that's one another thing i've noticed about the difference between uh my experience mm-hmm. between men and women and what they like, the things that they take away from dates is like, I'll go on a date and it'll be very clear. Like she just said this, she said that, or, uh, so I recently had a date, um, with this girl who was like ultra Catholic. Oh no. Like she had a favorite Pope. <laughs> she had reasons why it was her favorite Pope. Uh, and, like anti, not only pro life, like, condoms of the devil like i was like whoa so i'm like i'm out of here this never again oh my god um so yeah it's like that was my problem but i've talked to girls I said, what? you went on a date what was wrong and they'll say stuff like his shirt was really tight or, <laughs> <laughs> his shoes were scuffed or something like well, i'm like what but yeah that's what men and women just think very differently i think when it comes to dating yeah so we just find a way to crack that code yeah. You and I kept getting the same one there for a while of, oh, you look better in person than you do I get do that all pictures. the time. I get that almost every um, Tinder Bumble date. I don't have Tinder, but uh, almost every single time. You need time, to hit like, Enrique oh, you up for better that. In per- like, you're, you're way better than you're doing pictures. Yeah, I'm not photogenic. It's <laughs> a problem. I think that's like a compliment. That's way better. I it is a compliment. It's yeah. like women get the opposite. Like men are like, oh, you look different in your pictures. You I know? would never. I would have I've the never rudeness. said that. No one says that, but you can like, I, I feel like you can tell when men are like, oh, that, there's a filter on that, on that photo. <laughs> but see, as a man, now at least, in the last like few years, I always just assume there's a filter on it mm-hmm. because 99% of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it just is what it is. You're just like, okay, this is their picture, but let's just see what they look like in real life because obviously there's a filter on this. Right. Like so take that level of attractiveness and then subtract like two, I think is a good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. So I had this scenario. Let me get y'all's opinion on this. 
moral quandary I ran into. So I matched this girl on a, a dating app. This is like three years ago or something like that. But, um, and she was really cute in all of her pictures, which I'm not a very shallow person, like any metric. But so I, we're talk, chatting it up. We ended up going on a date. It was a way easier process than normal, which should have been red flag. But uh, we went out and she had like this, like, I guess a birth defect, like on the whole side of her face mm-hmm. that were in none of the pictures mm-hmm. that she had online. Is that acceptable or was that, uh, do you think that it was kind of deceptive? I don't think. And it was not small. It was like an entire like, yeah. side of her. I don't think that's deceptive. I think that that would be something someone would be really self-conscious of and they would kind of want to ease into it. I, if I went on a date but with someone like that, I would, I would understand. I would be like, okay, like I would be like, I wish I would have known it, but I, I would understand why they wouldn't want to put that out there. I mean, it's not on the same level as being in a wheelchair and not addressing it in a picture, but it's not nothing. What are your Beth thoughts? I know that's tricky. Cause on one level, it's like, it's not even about being deceptive. It's just like, that's something that's going to come up. You know, there's no way to, uh, to avoid it if it's mm. on your face like it's just it's just going to be a natural like part of the conversation right. I feel like at some point but i don't know i can see why you wouldn't like everyone does that like nobody puts out their most like self-conscious feature right like in in their photos like we we kind of just like take photos that we think are flattering so i, I can see the i can see it on both sides i guess what would you do in that scenario what would i do like if i had like something that um like a defect or something mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like i would i feel I like i would, I would bring it up it. like yeah, i would show it i would have to i would feel dishonest like if i i won't put up old pictures because i'm like that's not what i, I mean i look very similar but mm-hmm. i've gained a little weight here i've lost a little hair mm-hmm. here like and i'll definitely i have to have pictures that are not wearing a hat in every picture because that i feel like would be deceptive it's like i'm i gotta go above and beyond to like make sure that i'm giving a true representation and that's why people are always like, oh, you look better than you do in your pictures because my pictures are honest. I don't filter them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Probably should. But uh, I never did. I just, uh, it was, like I said, it was a weird, like it was a thing I thought about afterwards. I was like, yeah, what would I have done? And I did go on a second date with her and she was also very religious. So <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with religious people, but if that's something you talk about a lot. Yeah. In your first couple of dates, I'm like, uh, this is, um, this is not I'm not going to church with you on Sunday. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things that's like, like on par with being deeply religious. Like if it's such a big part of the situation, like you, it's going to come up. So mm-hmm. why hide it? But I don't know. Right. So like that Catholic girl in her defense, she did have on her profile that she was Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I think she even had some comment about it too, mm-hmm. which should then on, I was like, that, after, that scared me off Catholics for a while. I was like, are they all like this? Are they all this like fanatical? And no. I was like, there's no, no way. But I think if you, if it's a big deal, if it's a big enough of a deal to put it on your profile, it's probably like a criteria you're looking for. If you're trying to date someone, I guess I, mean, I could easily. So I, I, I would say I was, I was raised Christian. I'd say I still hold enough beliefs to where I'm like, yeah, I consider myself like a really bad Christian, but like, I don't mm-hmm. I would say I hold enough of that in esteem to where I'm like, I would, if I had to pick, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say non-religious or a, uh, atheist. Yeah. Even though that's probably closer to what I act like. 
Yeah, and, and my, I, my moral code is probably more just good morals versus biblical morals. But right, I, I wouldn't feel I'd feel dishonest if I were to put like non-religious or atheist. Yeah, but I think if it's like a should be like you should be able to put like big time Catholic. <laughs> right. You should be able to like change the font so it's yeah. bigger than like. Speaking of font, why in 2020 is there no sarcastic font? Oh, we've talked about this before, and why? I'm still with you on that. There needs to it be would solve font. so much. Mm-hmm. Just clearly show that you're joking or like a joking font. Mm-hmm. Like this is not <laughs> meant to be read serious. Yeah. Because how many times has a, has a text been misread? You know, this is meant to be a joke and uh, it could just ruin everything. What would the font look like? It could just even be italics. Italics. Even have, just give us one other font. Yeah. You know, you know how some exist. people think caps lock is like yelling. Just say italics would be joking. You can, you know, you can type things in italics. Like it, that font is available now. Mm-hmm. On your computer. You can do it on your phone. I think you have to type in every letter. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't know that kind of time. Even if, I don't care how good the joke is, it's not worth that kind of time. Yeah. Well, I think you should pitch this to like Apple or something. Oh, uh, I'll talk about it in our next meeting. Okay. Get a, yeah. Oh, uh, was it Jim Cook and I? Tim uh, Cook. Tim yeah. Cook. <laughs> I call him Jim. Uh, we're close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we'll, I'm we're, sure. <laughs> we're chopping it up, uh, eating our uh, burgers with no onions. Oh, we'll so he doesn't it. like onions either. <laughs> He's not a savage. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how he got to be one of the richest men in the world, not eating onions, right? I mean, they say it's bad luck. I think. <laughs> so, do you have any social media or anything? Um, that so people could follow you on. I have an uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Beth Ann spelled A N N E and then underscore Fetamine. So it's Beth Ann Fetamine. Beth Ann Fetamine. Mm-hmm. Clever. Thank you. I'm really proud of it. Do you do puns in a lot of your jokes? Just that one. Just that one. <laughs> it's my one. My one pun. Yeah. <laughs> one pun and done. Okay. So obviously you have no shows coming up. None. None. So you're just waiting for this whole shutdown. It's yeah. it's funny because here in Texas, it's things are mostly open. Yeah, but then it's like certain clubs aren't or certain bars aren't. It's interesting to see. Uh, talking to Adam and a few of the other comics, they're like, "Oh yeah, like Rudyard's is open again, or a couple of other places mm-hmm. are open again." Then you talk to them about it, like, "Oh, it was terrible. Nobody came." Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's another big part of it. Like, I don't think people are in a good mood right now. You know? No, they're not. And I I don't understand why people wouldn't want to go laugh, but at the same time, I can understand why you would be hesitant to right. do so. That sounds like a job that I am not up for right now. I'm stressed <laughs> out too. <laughs> I mean, everybody's what, what stressed out. We're talk, you're talking about the uh, level of attendees at comic, uh, you know, stand-up shows right now. It's gone down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, understandably. No, like, just like their enthusiasm. Even the numbers are down, but their enthusiasm seems to be way down. Yeah, we've all been But there's this like lot. overhanging thing over everything right now, which I'm sure is why. Well, that's going to be cured here in, uh, was it three weeks? Vaccines going out. Are you going to take it? you going to take it? Oh no, I'm going to wait. They say it's like 91 to 97% effective. Yeah. I mean, how do they know that? Like how big are these trials? You know, big probably enough to not very good trials. Yeah. I mean, as best as they could do in a short amount of time. Right. So that's just the thing. Like how would they even have a, a like enough data? You know? Yeah. Do I well, think- if they have a 
instead of having a small sample size the way they normally do it over a long period of time, what if they just had a huge sample size over a short period of time, get the same amount of information? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trusting, I'm hoping that they're not willing to dole out this, this uh, vaccine without it being somewhat safe. And by someone, I mean extremely safe. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I will take it, but I'm going to wait a couple months. Just. I'll just take it too, it but I'm just going to wait and see. I'm not. That wait worried. and see what if the zombie apocalypse starts. I'm not worried about that, but you know, I'm not. Also, the same thing is like they said they're going to give it to like the at-risk people first. I'm like, I'm fine with that too. Like, give it to the people who have compromised immune systems or you know, like older people. That's so fine. they die give first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tested on them. <laughs> I say give it to anyone. Well, yeah, obviously the highest risk people sure give it to them first. Second, or just at the same time, everyone who's worked at like a fast food restaurant or a grocery mm-hmm. store, yeah. all of these low paying jobs where people are like, that's what it never sat well with me with the, the way everything went down. Like, all right, so we're going to shut down everything except for the people who can't afford to get shut down. And they're going to make you your burritos and your mm-hmm. burgers. I'm like, what? Yeah. How is every fast food restaurant essential? Right. Like, I get the some could be essential, but it should be people. And they're not, they're wearing masks. It's like, like that's one thing that blew my mind. Is like, how did so many people in such cl- tight confines, why wasn't COVID a big, even a bigger thing? Mm-hmm. It's like, they survived. Like, what's the death rate of fast food workers? I wonder. I don't oh, know. Man. That's a metric that would carry and that would spark my curiosity. Yeah, me too. Do you have a favorite fast food place? Oh man, I love Whataburger. Nice, nice. Yeah. I can't eat a ton of ca- a ton of fast food because it's you know it's meat. Um, mm-hmm. What are or sorry, Burger King uh, recently started selling the Impossible Whopper. And Is it good? It goes hard. It's pretty good. Really, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. I I enjoyed it. So you're. <laughs> Your pescatarianism, that sounds like a religion. It does, yeah. It is. I feel like it is. In some right? ways, yeah. Is it for not liking the, the is it cruelty? Is it, is it um, diet-wise or flavor? Or is it, what's your reason behind? So when I was 13, I went to Warped Tour. Do you guys remember Warped Tour? Yep. And there were PETA people like uh-huh. sitting outside and they like grabbed me and they're like, it was like, they were like selling. No, so they were, they were like selling Greek kids, food yeah. at the work tour. They were like, you know what they do to pigs. And they showed me this like flyer of all, like all the horrible things that happen to animals. And I was a very impressionable preteen. So I've not had a burger since then. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. There was no PETA people at the warp tour that I went to. Uh, I'd never been to warp tour. I did go to BuzzFest a couple of times. Mm-hmm. BuzzFest. Yep. Man. And I also went to Family Values Tour. What is Family Values Tour? Corn's Tour. Corn's Tour they did, or still do. I don't know. They haven't done it in a while. But a corn headline tour. It was bad. Real bad. Sounds great. I can't imagine what would be bad about a corn. It was, no, I wasn't even a fan of corn when I went. <laughs> I don't know why I went. But do you have any bands that you're ashamed of liking uh, when you were growing up? Oh, I was like a really weird emo kid, so I loved AFI. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would like, I don't know, I was like 12, and I would like print out pictures of them and like put it on my wall. My mom came in, and she saw all their tattoos, and she was like, are you okay? Like, are you, are you <laughs> thought, worshiping Satan? I thought the lead singer of AFI was a woman the first time I saw, their, like the, I can't remember, Helena, or their, is that them? 
No, that was a uh, that was My Chemical Romance, okay. mm-hmm. who I also loved when I was a teen. Pre-teen. AFI had one song, like two, one or two songs that I really liked. I can't remember what they were. Yeah, there was Miss Murder was like the the big I one. I like that in, one. Like two thousand six or something like that. I had another one. I feel like that was even bigger. Anyway, but I first video I saw, I was like, all right, they got a female lead singer. Good for them. Yeah, he definitely but, like has like a lot of makeup on in that music video. Mm-hmm. Was a guy, old time. Was a dude. It's like the Hanson situation all over again. <laughs> You're like, why am I attracted to this man? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought the keyboard playing Hanson was a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so, okay. so uh, well, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. It was fun. Of course. It was a blast, and it was uh, nice to get someone on here that, you know, can cook even less than Can me. Can cook even yeah. less than you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it just took our most educated guest. <laughs> By that logic, the smarter you are, the worse you are at cooking. Right, so if That's you're a good cook, you're dumb. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I don't care. Call me dumb. I love being I a hope good you like cook. cooking in the joint whenever she doesn't get you out. I'm mm. sorry. That was, that, that was, that was bad. <laughs> I'm glad we're going to end on that bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. We're going to edit this out. We're going to edit around Oh, no, we're leaving this in. I always like leaving the jokes that just fail in. It's very fun. There's usually quite a few of them. Yeah, a lot of those. It's hard to bomb in front of two people. Yeah. Adam always finds a way. way. (laughs) Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm a quantity guy, okay? There's going to be a bunch of comments. Not all of them are going to land. Oh, yeah. Remember that funny thing I said about onions? (laughs) Yeah. And on that note, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you all next week. Do you Bye. have anything? Do you have any shows coming up? I'm oh, sorry. None. I already zero, asked yeah. you what you oh. were <laughs> indisposed. There's yeah, a pandemic were... going on. You don't want to heard... plug your girl's show on Thursday? Oh, yeah. Thursdays. So, so my fiance mm-hmm. just uh, started an open mic at Darwin's on Thursdays. And so. it's poetry, music. Poetry, not... music. And she she said she might don't... slip in a comic. No. If you're a comic, don't come. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> if you're a comic, go support other forms yes, of, of art. art. Yes. Yes, exactly. Beers are probably cheap. Darwin's is a nice vibe. Seems like it'll probably do better as a as a poetry slash music mic than it does as a stand-up yeah. mic. Yeah. Because it has sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ryan. All right. Well, thank you. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. So, did your fa- anyone in your family have this, like a weird picadillo to where it's like? So, my dad, I guess it made sense. He has two things. One of them drove me insane, and the other one made sense. He hated when you left cabinet doors open or drawers in general. Drawers open, oh which God. that makes sense. Like, I don't have a huge beef with that. It's a little peculiar how upset he got by it. Yeah. But the second one infuriated me. He's like, if anyone is working around you, never have your hands in your pockets. What? Yep. Why? I, tr- what if it's cold outside? Exactly. <laughs> or you have, or you have nothing to do. Yeah. That's just psychopathy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, 
Does he like think you have like a gun in your pocket? No, I think it's like a, it's like a, I guess you want to show that you're willing to help. I, guess. I think probably he probably thinks that you know you're being lazy if your hands are in your pocket. Yeah, but like I've asked him to explain it was when I asked him when I was a kid. I yeah, have not brought this back up because of the trauma. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he has never been able to explain it. He's just like, nope, just don't do it. And my dad, he's like one of those guys who's like always grumpy and just yeah. mean me for no reason. He's a happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> he just, that's the one thing he just couldn't stand. Noted. If I ever meet your dad, keep my hands in my pockets. <laughs> well, well, as long as, well, as long as somebody's not doing something. So it has to be somebody has to be like working on a car or, or working on something. Yeah. I guess maybe you're just not ready. Like if you need to catch somebody falling off a ladder. It's that, not that Then hard. it makes sense. Like I guess he like throws a tool at you. you gotta get yeah. It. <sighs> it's like a dodgeball before the show came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like a baby ass. falls out of the sky. You gotta <laughs> well, I mean, storks drop them off. I mean, that's how, <laughs> that's yeah. how, that's how babies are. That's how, are, how they're made. Yeah. yeah. See that he just, maybe he was like really pro-life. And he yeah. to like <laughs> drop a baby. No, my dad actually hates kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's actually pro-abortion. Yeah. Not pro-choice, pro-abortion. There's a difference. Oh, uh, dad, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is raising a very Christian household. <laughs>